Welcome to episode 64 of Comic Book Nation, the official podcast of comicbook.com. I am your host, Kofi Outlaw, and with me is the Trinity, Matthew Aguilar. What's up? And Mr. Brandon Davis. Dude, 64 episodes already? Uh, I mean, you've That's been out of the office wow. for like 50 of them. <laughs> but 64 <laughs> episodes. Well, can, good, good job, yeah, you we guys. Yeah, do, we do things while you're out on the road, man. Oh, things man. happen around here. Such shame. Uh, we keep, can the, uh, can the, keep people, the people just turn the air conditioning off while they're listening to this in the car with all that shade? <laughs> Those are just facts. I, was, I don't think you can qualify facts as shade. I think they're two different things. Listen, facts congrats facts. on 64 episodes, Kofi and Matt. You guys are killing it. Thank you, man. Thank you. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Um... Kobe just, he never knows how to handle a compliment, but it's okay. What are we going to do for 100? What are you going to do, Jim? <laughs> Producer Jim Viscardi. For 100? I don't know. We have to think of something big. We're coming up on it. Yeah, yeah I feel like I'm going to blink. Oh, you two, you two have plans for 100 for the 100th episode of Comic Book Nation? Well, we would ask you, too. I, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Can we celebrate with al Almond Flower? R.I.P. Comic Book Please. Now. Let's move on. Aww. Here we go. We are going to be talking about today. <laughs> the MCU is getting a new Hawkeye. We are going to be talking about some new horror trailers. We are going to be talking about everything Apple wants you to buy in the next year or so. And we are going to start a new fun thing that I feel is perfect for this crowd, which is called Grenade, which is where Ooh. I toss a grenade in the room, and then we just let everybody try to fight it out before that thing goes off. I wasn't right. prepped for this. Grenade. I know. That's, that's, that's the best kind of guest. That's the best kind of guest to have on the show. One who is totally unprepared. I said... You know, bag over the head, but they wouldn't let me do that kind of stuff. So now we just pop and we just pull surprises on people. All right. Well, when we come back, we're going to get into our news flash and talk about all this very <laughs> wonderful stuff and pull the pin on our first grenade. Oh, you boy. do not want to miss that. Stay tuned. All right. So starting right at the top, the MCU is getting a new Hawkeye. Yes. And we are all excited. It is coming about in the series called Hawkeye for Disney+. Plus, mm. And it is our fan favorite from the books, Kate Bishop. Mm -hmm. And she's going to be played by none other than Haley Steinfeld. Yay! The critically acclaimed actress of Bumblebee will be uh, starring as Kate Bishop. In Into the, the Spider-Verse. Oh, right, she was in Into the yeah. Spider-Verse. I was just joking about she's, Bumblebee. She was Spider-Gwen. That was me being... <laughs> hey, she was good in Bumblebee. I like... I, yeah, I like she was. Bumblebee. Haley Steinfeld's good in, like, just about everything she's, she's ever been in. She was like, great as the fine. voice of... I mean, but she basically great, could yeah. play her great character from Bumblebee. Yeah. Yeah. Now I will say, I mean, what what are your so what are your thoughts on that? You like it? You're yeah, I mean that's a solid Kate Bishop. It seems solid with the fans. It's like I like it. I don't love it. Like I get like I like it. Like well, I'm I'm happy with it. Feelings about Hawkeye in general. Like, I, yes, I agree. It, I absolutely it. agree. <laughs> stop it. But and she's the only reason. Like Kate Bishop is the only reason I care about this series in any respect anyway. So like I was happy with her. She'll be a good yeah. Kate Bishop. I wasn't. Maybe I it's not the solid. actress that. Yeah, it's not the it's actress. Solid. Maybe that went. Oh yeah, like that's that's exactly what. In I In these want. untested waters of these Disney Plus series, it's a very safe and solid choice, is what I would say. Haley yeah. Steinfeld is able to knock anything out of the park. She's a pro. Mm -hmm. Like you know, she's got that Disney connection and love. I mean, and I feel like Hawkeye in the MCU, you have to be like a multiple threat actor to get that role. Like yeah. Renner can act, he can sing. Haley Steinfeld can act, she can sing. Makes dope music videos. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> so does this mean we're going to get an album between the two of them? There oh, should be a duet wow. scene. There should be a karaoke duet scene between Clinton Barton yeah. and Kate Bishop. That'd That's be, how they that'd become be friends. Like if they're like if there's just not a song that plays in the credits. That's their like 
a thing that they yeah, do. The, the actors missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. Yeah. That is some money that they're leaving on the table if they don't do that. They also got a writer, the Madman writer, is writing the whole oh, thing. Yeah. So, so obviously, in the five years, Hawkeye has been cheating on his wife this no. whole time. <laughs> you gonna recycle an old Twitter joke like it that? worked well on Twitter? I thought it would do well here. <laughs> I wasn't gonna out that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I heard that before. Nah, man, we we let it go. I mean, go. you just but can't. You, did. You just and can't he hear just the, couldn't let it go. Everybody driving a car, pull over to the side so you can laugh safely. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, no, but uh, that is a good one because I mean that is basically Mad Men in a nutshell. So. I, I mean, like uh. what's. I don't know what that and could be. And we're hearing for the uh, show. rumbles that uh, a young Avenger series could be. This could all be kind of leading to a young Avenger series on Disney Plus, which is something we've started talking about ever since we started seeing the breadcrumbs drop. I mean, Kate Bishop is being introduced That'd in the Hawkeye awesome. series. Miss Marvel's getting her own uh, series. Yes, mm-hmm. there's so many announcements. I keep forgetting which are movies and which are series. So I mean, I know Miss Marvel was an actual Avenger, but like in the purposes of the MCU, this all feels like it could be. Cassie Lang is out there. Emma Furman wants it. She wants to be back in the Marvel. So, like, yeah, I mean, we have, I mean, right there, we already have the foundation for, like, what is shaping up to be, you know, a young Avengers series. And Wiccan in WandaVision. I do love Wiccan. Yeah. And And like that whole thing. Yeah, I mean, and this just sounds like the Young Avengers Disney Plus series that will never be shown in Brazil is coming our way. (laughs) (laughs) That's a little little topical joke about Brazil, yeah. Deep cut for the... Yeah, it's a deep cut for the listeners. There's so much spice in this episode. Oh, yeah. It's 10 minutes already. saucy today. This grenade episode. This is what you want. Was that the grenade? uh, No, no. No, no, not yet. You guys want the uh, Young Avengers series? You guys so... Brandon, you haven't said, are you happy with Haley Steinfeld as Kate? Yeah, I think it's great. I I mean, I think she's really, I think she's super talented, uh, I mean, in any artistic front. So uh, did did I ever think, oh, Haley Steinfeld, Kate Bishop before the casting? No. But when it came out, I was like, oh. There were a surprising number of people who did. There there were a few people. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I did. I mean, I did see people, not like Matt. Matt seems like okay with it. I saw a few people. I tweeted about this, and I got a few responses like, nah, keep it. And I was like, what are you Why? mad about? What's wrong? Like, keep, I don't know. Keep First of all, who's standing Kate keep... Bishop that hard? Second of all, like, who's hating Hey, man, Stain? there's, there's someone in our office who is a diehard Kate Bishop fan. Well, I know. And I, and I, like, <laughs> like, who's, like, but she Wait, was did excited. Me, did Megan not like it? No, she was excited. Oh, she, yeah, oh, she's yeah. excited. Okay, yeah. That's what I'm saying. What's the Venn diagram? How old is Haley Steinfeld? Love Kate Bishop that much, but dislike Haley Steinfeld that much. Oh, that's true. That is a yeah. That's you're a right. She's got. Guy. She's like early twenties, right? She is twenty-two. And how old do you think Kate Bishop's going to be? Sorry, that's about the age <laughs> yeah. I was expecting. So, I mean, Bishop and to be. they cast her at twenty-two. She's probably going to be in this role for like twenty years. <laughs> like, <laughs> also, there's a uh, aged-up Monica Rambo as well. Yeah. And so, I would love for them to yeah. move her on over. Yeah, Spectrum. So like, yeah, we're we're just we're just angling towards this, and it's like Young Avengers. They need some. Dudes, at this point, they got all the ladies are Man, it'll circling just, up. It'll be Sam so Alexander. sad for Marvel to beat DC at a legacy type. Right, show. that makes no sense. <laughs> or, or movie event. I mean, yeah, sure, you've got Titans Ooh. on the DC universe or whatever, but no one gives a shit about that. I care about oh, Titans. I care about Listen, I Thank enjoy you. Titans. But oh no man! Fucking, uh, Boo! <laughs> no, I agree with Boo. Jim. Nobody else. No, nobody there, cares. But there's no legacies built around that. They're like outside of Rob, like the two were well, outside of the I main character of the show. Time to point out that my entire plan for this episode was a Titans season premiere review, but I just totally forgot about it. So that's probably not a good sign for Titans. Uh, you get to uh, yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see well, episode two. Well, about next episode? We'll do next episode. We'll do two like uh, the first next episode. We'll do the first two episodes. Sure. Call that. Can I get a yeah. one-word review of well, finale? 
That's yeah. the word. Yeah, I could. <laughs> oh God, it's well, not no, a premiere. They, 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 it's oh, not a premiere. Yeah, it's yeah. A, yeah. yeah, we'll talk about more oh, of this later. That's but, a great. Uh, that's a great topic, tease. But like, yeah, it's Jim's now. fault. Yeah, I know. <laughs> all right, so Young Avengers, Hawkeye. We're all excited about that. Moving right along. We're going to hop over to the horror side of things. We got a, a horror movie trailer this past weekend with the release of It. Uh, it was the final trailer for Doctor Sleep, which is mm. the Shining sequel starring Ewan McGregor. Um, and man, yeah, I, was, I hadn't seen this online. Somehow I got out of here on Friday, never saw that online, uh, just went to the theater to see It. For and then, with my wife and saw it and like really enjoyed that. What's trailer. that like? I feel like that doesn't happen at all anymore. Of like actually walking to a theater and going, "Oh my god, I didn't know that preview was." Well, yeah, Warner Brothers has been doing that for a mm. bit now, right? They did it with that Christopher Nolan Tenet. Yeah, Tenet. Tenet. Yeah, that was also shown. Uh, uh, but that doesn't you, make any damn sense. It's just dude from Black Klansman <laughs> standing around with tense Nolan music playing and being like, "It's genius!" Like, oh, did that's you get not. the Birds of Prey? Thing in front of yours? Yeah, we were going to talk about that, but I was I I, sh I shifted it to next episode because okay. it's going to be our next grenade. Will be Birds of Prey. I heard. Right, it, was, right. it wasn't fitting for our first grenade, grenade today, um, but I saw it. It was exactly what you saw online. Yeah, and yeah, we'll talk about that next time too. Oh, man. So, so we saw Doctor Sleep trailer, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we talked about this when the trailer first came out, um, and we were all shocked about how much it leaned into mm -hmm. the actual movie, The Shining. Yeah, and mm -hmm. this trailer shocks you even more about how much of the Overlook Hotel, Stanley Kubrick Shining, and all of that is really kind of baked into the DNA of this movie, which adapts Stephen King's sequel novel, which is much different from Stanley Kubrick's film adaptation of The Shining, but it looks like they're merging both, and it looks really, really good. Like, yeah, I'm I, actually kind I of... I think psyched. also, I think, like, the interesting part of that is, is that, like, I mean, you all, everyone knows that Stephen King hated yeah. the movie, The Shining, and so for them to be like really sort of leaning into the Kubrick shining thing is really like, like, oh, okay, maybe we're getting King coming to terms with, well, it's a thing that happened and a lot of people liked it. So Right. I was I was gonna ask, like, what is the is money ultimately the thing <laughs> that really did it? Or is it just time and going, okay, you know what? Like Maybe I would say it's I would say it's a little bit of both. Because after that it money came in, it'd be like mm, <laughs> I gotta I gotta play yeah, to well, those crap. But he's always Stephen King's reached that point where he's getting older and he's like, I need money and I don't want to write for it. He's getting that cameo money now. Yeah. Yep. You know? Yeah. So Spoiler. yeah, I mean yeah, that is, it's an interesting, but it's a great kind of way to bridge the gap between, you know, Stephen King fans and, you know, Shining the movie fans. And it really gives this movie a, what looks to be like a third act. And that's going to be really mm -hmm. exciting and kind of thrilling and, and really play up those of us who grew up with that movie and were terrified. And the recreation of scenes from that are pretty spot on. And I'm and I'm excited to just see you and McGregor in, you know, that kind of movie. Yeah. Like it's kind a, of like a troubled. And if you don't know, the story is he's Danny Torrance from The Shining. He's all grown up. He kind of goes around and tries to use The Shining to kind of help people, uh, I think that are dying or something like that. Um, where he he meets another girl who has an even more powerful shining than him and he kind of has to teach her and and prepare her for the fact that there are these beings out there that you know, consume this power, this psychic power from people. And it's great to see Rebecca Ferguson from Mission Impossible playing like this kind of type of, not a vampire, but like a vampire-ish mm -hmm. type entity. Um, she looks great as a villain, which is, you know, her whole MO in Mission Impossible is whether she's good or bad. And yeah, that now she really gets to lean in. Yeah, she gets to that. really lean into it and, it, and it looks pretty good. And so I'm actually surprised. I feel like this is going to be a dark horse 
kind of uh, surprise for the fall season. And uh, Dr. Sleep, don't sleep on that. Check out that trailer, comicbook.com horror. Yeah, see you see what, what I did there. Next was the uh, Purge Season 2 trailer. Uh, you know me, I have an unhealthy like of The Purge, um, and also the movies and TV show, which I also enjoy, and you the really TV like show, it. yeah, the TV show is coming back, and for season two, and I'm really psyched about this, and the reason I keep bringing this up is, this is the first time we get to see actually something from, different from this series, that I think is an interesting hook, which is, it begins on the last hours of Purge Night, uh, and follows this set of different characters who find themselves in these really messed up situations, and then follows them over the course of the next year as they prepare for next Purge Night. And the whole question is, can is this whole thing, the Purge, really something you can contain to just one night with the drastic things that happen or what happens the rest of the year with people carrying around this trauma, yeah. these kind of tensions, or just, you know, just itching to get back and get at somebody that they really want to purge. And uh, if you watch the season two trailer, it's pretty good. It's the best so far. And it kind of lays out a lot clearer, like, what this whole seasonal arc is going to be. Um, Derek Luke, who you guys remember from various things that Derek Luke has been in, uh, plays a guy who's almost assassinated. He's a wealthy guy with his wife who's almost assassinated on Purge Night. So for his storyline, it'll be a mystery. Like, who's trying to kill him? Yeah. Or are they going to wait till the next Purge when they can kind of get away with it clean? Or are they going to try again? in the time in the interim between those purges. Uh, Max Martini, who's from The Unit and a bunch of other stuff, is playing a guy who pulls a heist on Purge Night. Um, and he's trying to kind of prepare for a bigger job on the next Purge Night. That's when I'll probably go sideways. And my favorite, Joel Allen, is this frat boy who goes out on Purge Night thinking it's going to be this thrill and comes away from it scarred and is looking to go out next Purge Night and be a lot more prepared. And his storyline intersects with that dude wearing the God mask from, like, The Purge 2. Okay. So there's all these little references to the movies. Yeah. yeah, it's very interesting, right? Like, I'm not just pulling TV shows out of my butt. No, okay. no. <laughs> like, I'm trying to tell you guys things <laughs> you should be you watching and you, you probably me. may not be aware of, but, like, yeah. The Purge series on USA, and you don't have to see season one, which is a great part. Okay. It's an anthology series, almost like American Horror Story. Uh, so this is a completely different story. You can just jump in, but... If you're a fan of The Purge or you're just looking for something to watch, I think season two is going to be something special to check out. And it's coming out uh, in perfect Halloween season time. It'll be here on 10-15. So. so I stopped at two. <laughs> After two, I stopped. Purge two. So I didn't. See, I kind of was like, okay, I'm done. Like, I don't need three. And all, I think there was election a spinoff year. and all this stuff. There's election year, the first Purge. Okay, so I stopped at two. Yeah. Can I... I can hop into this. Yeah, I mean, like, that's the great cool? thing about okay. the series is it's not a brain yeah. teaser. Like, it's the purge, I love the you know, premise. premise and, I love the like, premise yeah. of seeing, though, the lives in between yeah. and seeing how and that that's affects. That's exactly why I think this season's going to be oh, all right. special. So, Might have me. before we get to the end of the Purge series of the next film, uh, be sure to check out that trailer also on comicbook.com. Purge. Now, moving on to some tech stuff. Apple had uh, one of their, I don't, even, I don't even know what to call these anymore, keynotes, announcement, events. Blah, 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 where they sell you Apple stuff and act like it's a world-changing thing since the job died and it's not. This um, is the best iPhone we've ever created. No shit, it's the newest one. <laughs> so, we got a new iPhone. We got some stuff, but the things we're here to talk about are, of course, the entertainment stuff, which is the Apple TV uh, Plus, Apple TV Plus, which is their streaming service that they're launching. Um, this thing's coming. It's going to be $4.99. It launches November 1st, 
which will be perfect time for me not to give a crap while I get <laughs> <laughs> um, said, Man, the enthusiasm you're delivering this with is amazing. I mean, <laughs> I'm just going to keep it real mode today. Like, yeah. But it's interesting because part of that, too, is they're giving it oh away for God. free. For a year, to anyone, right? For a yeah. year to anyone who buys, buys a new device, yeah, a, a Mac hardware thing, which is like so that's spend two be, grand and get yeah. this thing <laughs> for free. Like, like that's going to be the way that they're going they're going to goose their numbers. It'll be real interesting to see how many people who buy an iPhone this year forget that they are also enrolled yeah. in Apple T, you know, Apple TV Plus, and just let it start hitting their account in a year from now. I mean, that's the magic, right? I mean, Once they get you in the ecosystem. As somebody who just Hawkeye discovered that title was charging me plan. for two years. Seriously? Yeah, on auto pay from <laughs> that they never canceled. Like, yeah, yeah it's easy that. to let this stuff slip. I have so many audiobooks because I kept forgetting to cancel Audible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I use it the credit, because I'm like, well, I have it, and then I forget again, okay. and so yeah. So basically, the general consensus, even in this room, is no one cares about Apple TV Plus. Well, well I mean, I've seen care. one I trailer mean, for their for one thing that yeah. they've done. There's not enough. Soon, uh, Look, there's here's nothing the, to care here's about. the real, here's the real benefits of this. Bring it down. Is basically your your ability to kind of more seamlessly move TV across devices, which you know, anybody with a third grade level of technology knowledge could probably do, like, right now. Um, and the whole plan that you can share with an entire family. Like, your whole family That's can watch. That's cool. Yeah. That part is, is really cool. But you could only have, like, four people in on your family. No, it's, uh... Or is it, I mean, even that is, is enough... Yeah. Like, that's that's a pretty... What kind of families are you having? Yeah, I know. Like, how many people are watching it at the same time so that it, aren't in the same room? Will yeah, Apple, like, buy the next movie share. studio? Six. Six. Will Apple buy the next movie studio? Yeah, like, how is Apple going to generate enough content for me to want to pay four ninety nine to subscribe to their streaming service? I mean, they've got the cash. I don't think they necessarily need and to I buy And I think it's the studio. demographic. Like, they want people who are heady, Apple-type people. Like, Well, this is yeah. perfect for... Look, I'm honestly surprised when I go to family members' houses or friends' houses and they have an Apple TV. Because yeah, I'm like, too. I forget it exists. So it's I just, love it. I love my... I yeah, but can't you... without it. Exactly. So those people, though, are in, right? They're, they're in, and they don't... They'll look at that as value to yeah. something... The ecosystem they're already in. You aside, mm -hmm. I feel I like mainstream... TV, I'll probably will. use it for Disney+. Plus. Right. I mean, that's... Well, that's... that's, but that's I mean, that's... Again... I think this is a lifestyle brand. Apple's a lifestyle brand. As somebody who grew up in a household where, you know, using Apple all my life when even when like yeah. the 80s when it was mm -hmm. ludicrous to do so, right. like it's a lifestyle brand. My family's yeah. never switched once. Like, and I feel like that's the way for a lot of people. So people whose houses you go to and it's just full of Apple crap yeah. like everywhere, like that's a lifestyle. I doing. mocked those stupid like, headphones and now I see so many people wearing them. AirPods? Yes. They're I awesome. still don't They're like amazing. them. I, okay, but at, when they were announced, I went, I don't, I don't like freaking them. need this. Fix your battery. Don't give me wireless headphones. I can go buy those. And now everybody I see, uh, it's, it's, it's truly no amazing. cord. Yes. Yeah. So people jump in front of subways. It's going to be the exact same thing with this. You're going to see a bunch of people adopt it. And it's just that Apple prints money at but this point. Like, I don't care, personally. My thing is, I think they're the people who are the kind of create, like the, you know, the Apple types, I would say, are going to watch this type of content. Like, they're going to, anything I, that gives them I a more hermetically I mean, I sealed the Apple. For C that's now available on the, yeah. the Bird Box <laughs> sequel. <laughs> but, like, okay. I agree Again, they need more content. I don't think you're the target audience. Yeah, for sure. This. I think it's a. So, who is? Because nobody uh, here. It's, like, I, it's a sci fi show. Yeah, we are. We love sci-fi here at comicbook.com. I think there's a certain you like a kind of. And we love Jason Momoa here at comicbook.com. <laughs> I think people who like who write 
OA dissertations about the OA will like something like but see I, and but I think there's a difference Apple. and just Apple's a lifestyle brand like I'm yes. watching Apple original series. I think there's a like, difference there's between a Apple fans brand. like yeah. you and me because I straddle that I will never have a PC like I will always have a Mac computer like that I will not yeah, I, like, agree. I just I've been doing that for a long time yeah. and I will not go back <laughs> but phones I tend to go Android I, I tend to bounce so I'm not Apple all the time everything but there is a Big tier of fans of Apple that are that, and they will adopt this. And the ability day to one. add TV and make it hermetically sealed in their Apple bubble will will be the appeal. Sure, but I, but I mean, even all of the Apple products already allow me to use all of the other streaming services. But that too, but like like, and like I the use Apple, only Apple products. Like we're saying like the Apple brand, right. right? Like I imagine like those people to me feel like the same people who just who love everything that HBO puts out. Yeah, yeah they do, and that's what and that's what Apple's trying to create. They're not going for. Right. Like Netflix, they're trying to create that prestige brand. Sure, but so HBO, the morning but HBO show already is like, like has that back catalog, and I feel like more and more that aspect of new services is truly is a very appealing part. It's why people are super upset that Friends is no longer on Netflix, yeah. and you know things like that. Then like Apple's not going to have that; they're only going to have their new stuff. And but if that now, I mean, yeah, now, yeah. Yeah, but if that new stuff hits, yeah, and they're and they're rolling out time. quite a few things. I mean, if yeah. you look at our list on comicbook.com, like, yeah, I don't know, you need a huge, you need a catalog series. I mean, it's like, like how much a, are you going to watch? You need a catalog. You do. I, they don't have any back catalog. You, but that's also that's, a very small amount yeah. of money. Think about too. how We're Netflix, was built, Netflix was built on other people. Like they weren't creating anything when they launched yeah, the streaming and service. Yeah, and I'd be interested to see modern streaming services. What the actual percentage of user time and bandwidth is catalog like looking at back catalogs of things that aren't like ultra popular TV shows. Yeah. And like at a time, maybe five ultra popular TV shows. I don't know. I think most the rest of that Netflix catalog is the stuff people complain about scrolling through. <laughs> okay. I mean, sure. A lot of it. Cause there's so much there, but Netflix, like most stuff people watch is going to be the office parks and rec, new girlfriends. Like, and you, then those are, five yeah, those are huge. That's my point. That's those my are built point, in though. audiences. Like those right. are, that's giant. my point. Apple doesn't have all any, away okay. from Netflix but need, in the coming years. Like all of that's going to go. Nobody's going to have all that in one spot though anymore, except for Disney. Disney's going to own half of everything, but their home studios for their streaming services. Like, yeah, but now we're at that point where people are going to have to start stacking these subscriptions. Descriptions and yeah, that's gonna someone's going to have to go. Okay. People are so like against that, but no, I, it's like, still it's, much it's cheaper okay. than your cable bill. Yes, it is. My yeah. cable bills. You get Disney, Hulu, Netflix, <laughs> and Apple TV is significantly cheaper than your cable bill. I have four streaming services, five now, right now, and it's not even close to what I pay for my cable. <laughs> with, with all of these prices and whatnot, I'm, I'm looking at that WWE subscription, being like, if that if that ain't dropping soon. That one's going to be the first to go. Oh, it's, really? It's one of the most expensive ones. It is. For And for like what you get, uh, fine. Especially with them doing that weird straddle on USA and right. WWE Network now with NXT. Right, it's like 12 bucks. All right, now that we're nice and primed and everybody's a little raw, this is a good time oh, for the Oh, here grenade. it is. Yeah. So today, <laughs> for our first grenade topic, this came up out of an article, and these are not essentially articles, they're discussions that kind of come around articles. Do That's we have what sound effects to this? No. I mean, like, that's my sound effect for a grenade pull. But here's my grenade. So Todd Phillips, director of Joker, was uh, asked if Joker would ever cross over with Robert Pattinson's, like, Batman universe, mm. to which he gave a resounding hell no. <laughs> uh, my grenade question to you guys is, is that the smart approach? But if Joker is successful, 
And if the Batman is successful, wouldn't you want, would you want to see those two things kind of meet and reestablish like a new Batman Joker rivalry for the live action movie? I have zero. Now, this is an interesting question, obviously, because one of us up here has actually oh, seen true. Joker, which is Mr. Brandon Davis, mm -hmm. which is why I thought I'd toss him in here today and then toss this grenade in the room. <laughs> Welcome. So, BD, take it away. Uh, I mean, yeah, I want to see the Joker and Batman together. I don't think this Joker would be one that would make sense to go against Batman. Like, this version is just very, very, very different. And I don't want to, like, I mean, some you read the leaked script, I think. But it's just, like, it's not a comic book character. He's not a character who can meticulously plan to take down a superhero. Well, but He's that, not that, a that's yet, right? Like, uh, isn't it still... Like, without giving spoilers away, it's like... It would be a change room. of character for him to have motivations and to develop manipulative plans. Hmm. He just kind of exists. And he descends into madness. And I mean, the first thing I thought after the movie was it would be really cool if they found a way to make it happen where it fits and it stayed true to the character. But I think that that's tricky. I mean, it would take a very talented writer... And I'm not saying it's impossible. I loved Joker. I would love to see more of this character if they did it justice and continued it in a way that it worked without ruining this character they built. But I feel like this character they built might be only good for a one-time thing. Well, they've said, I mean, to be devil's advocate, Phillips has also said that he and Joaquin already have ideas that they've been kicking around for a sequel. Well, I mean... it. it it's a double-edged sword because this is such a cool one-time thing, but it's going to make so much money. It's going to be so successful and people are going to love it. A few people are going to hate it, I think, but mostly people are going to love it. And the inevitability of that is Warner Brothers is going to call Todd Phillips and say, hey, we want another one. And Todd Phillips will probably be like, nah, that was once. And they'll be like, but here's $100 million. He'll be like, ah, got a script. <laughs> yeah, don't so, be full of money never fails. Yeah, <laughs> so the, the, old, the old dub truck of money might make this. That's a, lot, that's a way sequel. of swinging people a lot. That bucket full. Well, <laughs> like, I, have I have convictions. I oh, have zero faith. I have zero <laughs> faith that Warner Brothers will have show any restraint at trying to find some way to put to put them together. Yeah, I, well, I mean, if they if they if this is successful and Batman's successful, like yeah, I don't see where they have the stop button. Like where they where. But then they have. You're talking about the house of I'm not saying that this is a good idea. Yeah. this is what I love about tossing grenades. But, I don't have to have an opinion. But I don't think they'll have. I mean, then you have two successful franchises don't screw them both up like keep them that's what they've done in the past and they've screwed up all of their but stuff and it took them so long to dig right? themselves like, up and the natural inclination is going you're going to want to see joker in a batman movie yeah. if this is a new franchise. but i want to see matt reeves joker i don't want to see his joker that joker was developed specifically for this universe that todd phillips created but it, i mean I, you know, audience no handle that it could work yes they can no, they you can't. yes they can <laughs> no they can't yes, really <laughs> you hurt moon knight uh, got hit with a grenade blast. No, uh, I, I think there are. I think you underestimate the intelligence of people. Uh, you're far overestimating <laughs> the intelligence. I'm saying no. They can understand that one is separate and one is not. Most people, most no, people I know, yes, they can. Most people, then you're almost making me Most people I know still think the X Men were part of the Avengers world. Then you know stupid people. 
<laughs> sorry. No, I, I know sorry. You do. No, that I says about their intelligence. Not everybody else's. Sorry. There are people expecting <laughs> to see Jared Leto's Joker show up in Birds of Prey. And those people are stupid too. <laughs> it's clear. Dude, if you talk to people who don't go to comedy, like if you go no, to a just Titans pay attention game, to the movie you just watched and read the internet once every six months yeah, and you'll but see you can't something. Expect people to this go is online ridiculous. What happens when a grenade in the room? Like, don't feed me that. No, they're intelligent enough to handle it. That's wrong. Yeah. That is so wrong. Hell, it is. Yeah. Sorry. Do you know what time we're living in? Yes, I do. People are altering weather maps with sharpies. Like, this is not, I'm not the saying, age of reason. I'm not saying there aren't stupid people. There are plenty. <laughs> there are absolutely no, plenty. Saying, but I'm not even but I don't make decisions based on what stupid, stupid people think. But Matt, <laughs> it's a stupid thing. It's just a, like... It is. It is. It is. No, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. You. They have clearly told you in numerous no, ways. Who's yes, they have. You? The studio has said numerous times that this was created as... Alone, like the we, Joker they don't alone. Put Tom that Phillips. in the movie trailer? No clue. Yeah. They don't oh, my God. Then she doesn't read it. She's a little stupid, too. <laughs> okay, here's something to maybe sorry. bring us down. Sorry. So you told us the story about what happened when your wife saw the Joker. Right? <laughs> yes. So I took my wife, and I saw it. Like I told you, we saw Dr. Sleep. Well, they also played the final trailer was Joker. Yes. And she didn't, and I didn't tell her what it was. I had never shown it to her. And I just used her as my, you know, market research as I tend to do. Yeah. So I just sat there and watched her the whole time because... When you watch the trailer again and you don't know and you're in a theater with regular people, mm -hmm. they have no idea what this movie is when it starts playing. Like, mm -hmm. what, mm -hmm. They don't understand what is happening literally up until the moment he says, hey, Murray, when you introduce me, can you introduce me as Joker? Yeah. And then everybody's like, oh! And, and then like, after the movie's mind. done... But I'm just saying, so that's like, I mean, when you're just, and my wife didn't either, and by the time she was done, ironically, she said what your wife said, which it was too freaky for her. She, yeah, didn't a little know, freaky. she wanted to see that. That's so real. Sorry, by the way, I'm sorry, Mama Viscardi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I didn't yeah. mean you're stupid. So I, I just think that there is some merit, and I don't know if it's stupidity, but like, yeah, the awareness is not there mm -mm. entirely. So like, that's the kind of level of awareness that I always try to remember is is out there in the general public. Like well, people it, have to watch that. I get, I get that, but I also don't go, especially with how fragmented the DC universe is under the guiding hand of Warner Brothers, which right? is what they're trying to clean up. So then, why go muddy the but waters sure, again? But, but like, but that's but that's what I'm saying. I think that's what we're saying though. Is like they're. A no, lot, you want a lot of general movie moviegoers mm -hmm. have been conditioned to this shared universe esque type yes. of superhero thing. Marvel happens in one bucket, DC happens in another. Yes. and because you're having a movie like Birds of Prey come out that is still a remnant of the old guard world that has its own Joker, mm -hmm. and then you're saying, oh, but there's a new Batman movie that's coming out that happens you know, outside of all this. And then there's this Joker movie that's happening outside of all this. Like, we know that because we live and breathe it every day. Mm -hmm. Diehard fans live and breathe it every yes, day. Yes, but the I also... The movie is being like, whoa, did they just reboot something? Like, okay, like, but it, that's not... You're drawing a very clear line, there. and that's not everybody. There's... We're I not talk to everybody. It's no, most people. It's, no, it's not. It's not. It's amount. split. Because I talk to people who don't live and breathe this stuff every day. And they know more than what you are giving credit for. They don't know everything. They don't read every stupid theory we write. But they know enough. Oh, that's the new one that that guy from the Apes movie is making. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. That's like by itself, right? I've gotten that from several people who do not read our sign on a regular basis. You are assuming that they know nothing. That is not the case. They if know a little. They don't know right a ton. Now. And I have enough faith 
in people to be able to go, oh yeah, that's really not like this at all. I it's think, not. I think what we're in the point I'm saying is I think that people may know something, even if they know something now, but I think things change when people see a movie they like mm -hmm. and they don't tend to want to let go of what they mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. And so like whatever Warner Brothers plans are now, if people see Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, love Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, it's going to be the Heath Ledger thing all over again. But it's theirs. That's fine. If okay. people want it, so what? Sorry, you don't always get what you want. Like, I'm so done to but catering know, but if you have a to the lowest common denominator. We want to see this Joker in a movie with, you know, this Batman. Like, I just think that Warner Brothers is not the studio that's going to be... Like, hold up, artistic credit, homie. We're not doing that. I don't so, think it's artistic credit. So you credit. haven't seen the movie yet. I'm just curious. You haven't seen the movie yet. Assuming you go in and you like, you really like the Joker, you like Joaquin Phoenix's performance, mm -hmm. you have no idea what's coming in the Batman movie, or, mm -hmm. or you, you, you know as much about the Batman movie as anybody else in this room does, mm -hmm. why would you preemptively say no? Because I want Matt Reeves to do what he wants to do with Batman, come up with his own Joker. This was always designed, if this was designed at one point, to link to everything, and then they decided, well, let's split them off. We're, we're talking a different scenario. That's not how these were created. The one was created to be a part of something else, and this one was created as an isolated thing. It was supposed to always hover over there by itself. You'd be shoehorning, no matter how good you are, at writing, at crafting universe, it's always gonna be something that was done after the fact, not organic. So it's gonna be not as good if you just kept them separate, let them do what they want, and we get two franchises instead of one mishmash disaster that then they'll reboot in a couple other years anyway. I'd rather just, just have them separate. And I, it's more money for Warner Brothers. I mean, you don't do like it, it like when they try to retroactively like contrive something and shoehorn it in and... Like Typically, no. Like Captain Marvel did that. Yeah, that's that. what I was gonna say. Yeah, but yeah, there were, my next but they had to work you, around so many things, and they didn't get everything it. right. I love Captain Marvel as a movie, but there are still flaws that it presented, just like Spider-Man: Far From Home did, just like all the movies that are done after the fact of building on a universe. Okay, there's so, gonna be plot holes. There's gonna be things that don't really make sense. I can overlook them. But because why I enjoy would you something. accept it for Captain Marvel instead of Batman? Because that one's already done. I can't control it. You're asking me about my opinion about something that is no, not I know. done I'm, yet. I'm so I'm saying if the... I had my if I had my druthers, that's an old person word, I feel like that. <laughs> that's an old person word. I would have been here at the beginning saying, oh, let's have Captain Marvel in the first phase. But obviously that's not I don't get my way all so, the time. <laughs> here's what I say. Because we're gonna move on. But when, not and I feel confident saying this is a when, mm -hmm. when we get that article that pops up in our thing that says DC fans are, you know. After Joker comes out, October 5th, when we're in here and there's that, art, that thing that pops up that says DC fans are, are crazy about seeing Joaquin Phoenix's Yeah, Joker the thing I'll probably have to write? Yes, yeah. you were going to write it. That, that is <laughs> Why? yours to write. Why? That is yours to write because I didn't you said want it wasn't going to happen. You have to write what the now people you said were too smart to say are going to say. No, I didn't <laughs> say it wasn't going to happen. I okay. said I don't want it to happen. That is not what I want. That's my opinion on what I want. Yeah. I do not have control. I don't, who said that's the same people that say Disney pays me money or Marvel pays me money. I have no control over this. I said I don't want that. So I will definitely write it okay. with, with a tinge of opinion and go, mm, this is a stupid idea. All right. There we go. No, you have <laughs> not a good so, idea. That was our first grenade, as you can see. It was very lively. <laughs> a lot of people were caught in a blast, and that's the way I, I apologize like to all the people I call stupid. You're yeah. not stupid. Yeah, you just alienated half our audience. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Okay. That's All fine. right. When we come back... <laughs> 
Now you're gonna have to listen to Matt talk again. Yay! He's gonna break down the comics, and he won't insult <laughs> you for liking some of them, I'm sure. And then BD's gonna take us through his review of Gears of War Five, and we'll let you know how his compares to our official comicbook.com review. So stay tuned for all of that. All right. So now Matt is gonna give the intelligent people in the room. A rundown of what comics are out this week. If you're a dumb-dumb, don't try. A lot of these will probably be over your head, according to Matt. All right, so Matt, take it away. (laughs) Thank you for that setup, Kofi. Uh, Yeah, so Powers of X, number four, which we will cover in detail next issue, or next issue, next show, uh, because there's a lot to talk about with this. let, well, I'll just leave it there. We'll save all that for next time. Uh, Batman number 78 uh, is the kind of, we're, we're nearing the end of Tom King's run. Uh, this is one of the, for me, one of the best issues in a minute of that run. That run has been kind of hit and miss for me over the last few issues. But this one was really strong. Uh, I think fans who have been puzzled about the whole Batman, Catwoman, wedding, fiasco thing uh, there is some closure there. Uh, there is some satisfying stuff that comes out between those two. But I think fans time. will be happy. Huh? It's about damn time. It is. <laughs> it is about, you know, and then he's going to, I'm sure, launch his other series and all that. Uh, Gotham City Monsters uh, mashes together uh, like Killer Croc, Frankenstein, uh, Tusk makes an appearance in this. It's a very wow. interesting uh, group of of. Heroes that live in it's like not even Justice heroes. Justice League Dark and Suicide Squad had a baby. That's yeah. This it's it's fun so far. It's interesting. Uh, very different than kind of what I expected. But if you are a fan of Suicide, by the way, speaking of Suicide Squad, Jim had a rant, had a quick rant about the new Suicide Squad. But what would you like to say? I think it's a lame announcement that happened at a lame time, and Tom King needs to be on a bigger. Tom, Tom Taylor? Tom Taylor needs to be on a bigger book than a lame Suicide Squad title. Here's the thing, though. Most, he got to pick, Real. I'm sure, the people he wanted. Suicide Squad is a premise that allows you to pick like all these D-list fun characters and just do whatever right. you want with them. You can kill them. You can do all kinds of stuff, right? I sure. want to see Tom Taylor write that. Right, but, he, but that's, he's been doing that. But if, for basically, every other DC book he's written, that's basically the premise. Just is what? Pick whatever characters you want and just run away that takes place. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's and injustice and whatever. So it's like like put him But this is in continuity. This isn't like a separate thing. I mean, so he gets to do like, God likes to like to wreck people's toys. Like let him wreck some more toys. And he doesn't get to do that with like Spider Man and all the other stuff. <laughs> he doesn't get to do that with Spider Man and some of the other stuff. So this mm-hmm. gets him a little flexibility. Uh King Thor number one starts off J- uh, Jason Aaron's big final arc on Thor. Um, we've also got, uh, okay, so Absolute Carnage, uh, Symbiote of Vengeance. Uh, this book turned out to be way cooler than I, than I expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are a Ghost Rider fan, you, I feel like you need to read this book because not only is it just a really cool story kind of in and of itself, and it ties in in a meaningful way, but it also sets up the new Ghost Rider book that is coming, and for the first time in a long time, I actually want to read that Ghost Rider book uh, from this is some really cool things set up. So definitely check that out. So really far, cool surprise return too. Yeah, no, like uh, there's a couple things in this, and it's just a one-off tie-in. Absolute carnage. Yeah, exactly. But it's a meaningful thing, so very good. Uh, of course, we're also going to talk about Captain Marvel number ten. 
uh, because this actually uh, reveals the uh, origin and uh, what's going on with Star, the newest uh, member of the Marvel Universe, uh, and it has ties to Minerva as well, and there's some interesting stuff there if you're a Minerva fan, uh, so that's interesting. Uh, Moon Knight Annual number one, uh, this book is uh, just a one-off. You don't really, I mean, you don't have to have read previous stuff. Uh, it'll make more sense if you if you did, but essentially we get to see Moon Knight go back through time and visit all these old different variations of Moon Knight. So we get like, you know, Tommy Gun Moon Knight, we get Egyptian Moon Knight, we get Wild West Moon Knight, and there's all these different ones. World War II is probably my favorite because that costume looks so slick. Uh, so there's, if you're a Moon Knight fan, you should definitely check this out. And it's with Kang. You wouldn't associate Kang with Moon Knight as that a kind of storyline and time traveling, but it really works. Uh, also, Go Go Power Rangers number 23. Uh, for if you're interested in Shattered Grid and what kind of led up to the Omega Rangers, this delves further into that. We get a lot of details here regarding what's to come. And then finally, Warren Ellis comes back with Trees, Three Fates, uh, which is a just a really popular sci-fi series. And it's been a minute since we've seen yeah. uh, a new entry in this franchise. And so that number one comes out for uh, well, all the people who don't want a superhero story. If you like to play the comic book speculation game, look for a quick flip. Venom 18 is definitely going to be the book that you're going to want to buy. That's, yeah. And quickly put on eBay, for sure. And quickly put on eBay. <laughs> it's a very Dylan-centric issue. Yep. Yeah. So that's comics. Okay. There you go. Now you know what you're reading. Time to talk about what you should or maybe should not be playing right now. Mr. Brandon Davis, you have spent some uh, intense, re quote-unquote, research time with Gears of War 5 over the weekend. Mainly staring at a loading screen. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we'll have uh, an official comicbook.com gaming review up by the time you hear this. I believe that it, we are giving Gear, Gears of War a 5 out of 5, is what I've been uh, informed. So that's what we're doing. Which is uh, fair. I've played, I've played quite, a, quite a bit of it. Well, I was going to say, that was my segue to saying... That is not quite the experience that Brandon Davis has had. Uh, I mean, it's a five out of five when you get to play it. Yes. Uh, my problem is I, I've tried since Thursday and I've played like less than 10 games online because the servers suck, which is nothing new to Gears of War. Gears of War has a reputation for crappy servers. Uh, like it used to be the host advantage, and then like if you were a host, you'd automatically get a headshot and stuff like that. Mm. You just get the shot off first because your internet was there already. Uh, and then it shifted, and then it just became a crap server issue, and now it's the same thing. They, I guess they didn't anticipate people were going to want to play Gears 5 on release weekend. Well, guess what? We did, uh, and we couldn't. <laughs> so uh, there's some stuff I really like about it. I mean, I really like the new hit marker thing. Like yeah. that, the way when you use the shotgun, instead of like a hit marker like on Call of Duty with like the little four markers to let you know to indicate that you hit somebody, it just shows a dot for each like spray of shotgun bullets that hit a person. So it all not only gives you... Um, confirmation that you hit them lets you know how much you hit them with so you kind of have an idea of how much damage you did so that's cool uh the new weapons are cool the new maps are cool the graphics are great the story mode i've really just like turned on basically mm -hmm. i guess that's i don't know much about the story but everything i've seen about the story looks great five out of five seems fair uh it, I, it's my favorite multiplayer experience for a gears game when i get to play it so you so you haven't because I assumed if you couldn't log on to multiplayer, I couldn't log on to mo campaign either. Campaign oh, really? requires there's internet. A, I thought a, it there's wasn't. There's a problem in that you have to be connected to the servers 
to be able to is play. it unified progression huh like is it some sort of unified yeah. progression where if you unlock something you gain xp yeah, in single player it carries over to multiplayer which is yeah. awesome but then which it is great but then you yeah oh, so, okay. so when i was down you gotta you, be in line for this jim and i opening it's not night like a thing where it just keeps track of what you unlock yeah and then once you're connected it just like sinks. sends the information it sinks no because you're you have to get you're getting that stuff in real time oh. yeah so jim and i when the when the Cert, when the multiplayer like rank play, team deathmatch type stuff was down, we were like, all right, let's go play campaign. Yeah. And we, we were streaming this online. And I think pe- like it must have been boring for people because we would go over and we switched to campaign. And then we just sat at a loading screen for like 15 minutes and had to reload the game. And then tried to play solo. Couldn't play solo campaign. Mm. But it, they say it's gotten better. For me, I just go from loading screen to loading screen, from countdown to countdown, and Damn. it takes a long time for me to get into games. Jim and Tanner, our gaming guy here at comicbook.com, he says it's getting better. When I'm in games, I'm loving it. The game is smooth. The ga- the like I, I it's it's the same Gears of War that makes that my neighbors hate when I play mm-hmm. because I yell and shout when I die. Like it, <laughs> it, it, and there's one thing I would take out from multiplayer, it's being able to kill each other with a shotgun. Because multiple times I think that's only in that one mode. I listen, no, I've played Team Deathmatch, I've played okay, uh King of the Hill. If you have a shotgun and you both shoot at each other, both of you can die. Hmm. It doesn't just kill like there isn't like a one person dies. It should be one person dies. If I shoot first, you should die. If you shoot first, I should die. There shouldn't be like mutual kills. That's my criticism. Yeah, that's actually like that giving, you should not be giving your targets that much time to fire back. <laughs> I'll tell you. Yeah, I'm just kidding. That, that would be annoying. So I mean, I love the game. I'm gonna play the hell out of the game. Yeah, I mean, like, like when it works. Like the, the animations are great. The it's when bloody as all hell. Yeah, when you're in a match, um, they they move fa- like they're fast paced is in sort of that way that you love from Gears. Um, I don't really care for the Terminator skins to be in Gears. Mm. I don't love that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, they're a bit gimmicky. but It's gimmicky. It takes you out of the Gears world. Really but, takes you out of the yeah, Gears But you know what really takes you out of the Gears, Gears world? All those Rockstar unlockables, because it's all like bright neon shit. <laughs> and, you, and you see that running yeah. around. Just like, you, but that's just a skin. At least a it's like a low... Level. At least it's like a part of the... This, like It's like a paint job. That's one thing. I mean, I can't say anything when, like, I think in 3, we ended up all rocking, like, gold lancers and stuff. I like, didn't like the gold lancer, though. But I'm saying, I, like, I, I can't get like, on... I agree. I can't get on the neon, it's though, like if I'm going to say You've that. got Marcus coming out of a rave. Like it's maybe just, he was maybe yeah, he man. went to a foam party. What? Don't judge him. Maybe he likes to party. God, you know? God, you guys are nitpicking now. So Gears is still awesome. That's my takeaway from this. It's best game for Xbox in uh, a while. Yep. But not a reason to buy an Xbox. Mm, no, that's it. The I, I'm, I'm not falling I'm for only, that second grenade. I mean, maybe <laughs> for the campaign. No, it's great. For that. Don't touch it. Yeah, not falling for that one, Kobe. No. I saw it. I saw the troll coming from my way on that. One. I'm just rapping for PS4. I do. I do have to say something. I have to say something. Don't do it. Uh, so don't do what? 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 What was I gonna say? What do you think I was gonna say? We had the whole dialogue on Twitter. What? <laughs> what I have to say is I do find it funny and ironic that I defended everyone's intelligence and then also called them stupid for not understanding. <laughs> that sounds about right. For you. Within the same within the same block of time. So I actually do because now my guilt. I don't know if it's like you are, Catholic you in me are, or whatever. You are oh, it's the guilt in me. The guilt in me is already hit. There's people who are never going to get to this. Point the guilt. The, the guilt. Well, that's fine. I mean, that's fine. But the <laughs> guilt in me is eating me, like eating me alive. So I will say, I do actually apologize. You're not stupid. I still stand by what I said, though. As far as like, I do think people Learn are about smart your enough. Movies, to do that. Dumb dumbs. Are we canceling Matt, Matt Aguilar? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, that's cancel, that's cancel culture coming from Matt. That's almost happened. 
I don't know how many times. He almost broke Judas. Legitimately, has endured for thousands of years. It's almost happened a long time. Yeah, over Wonder Woman. Like so, I don't know. Yeah. So anyway. But, I mean, they could be coming for him, but it, it, the tables are going to get turned really quick when they get into, like, it's going to be like Rambo. Like, he's going to get into his house, and he's going to have all these Home Alone traps for them. Man. Oh, man. But, all right, so, Matt, making everybody mad is where we're going to leave Welcome off to my today. Life. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of Comic Book Nation, and our first grenade test has <laughs> been a great one. <laughs> if you're just now signing up for the show, you can... Always find new episodes Wednesday and Friday on comicbook.com. Or if you want to jump into these grenade discussions, because they are created for you guys to also jump in and, you know, toss a few toss a few grenades back our way, you can always hit us up at the hashtag comicbooknation. You can also subscribe to the show on your favorite listening platform. We're on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Google Playlists, and you can tell any Amazon Alexa device to play Comic Book Nation podcast, and it will fire right up for you. If you want to continue the conversation with any of us, I'm at Kofi Outlaw. I'm Matt Aguilar. Take a special note of that one. <laughs> and Brandon? I am at Brandon Davis BD. All right. So hit us up for anything or to tell us about your intelligence or whatever it may be. I'm looking forward to those. Oh, tweets. yeah. These responses should be great. <laughs> looking and to. if you can find it in your heart not to give us a zero-star review after this one and continue giving us great five-star reviews on iTunes, we will be reading your reviews on the show coming up in the next episode or so because I feel like we've shipped out everything we need to get shipped out. I've stopped getting angry messages about shirts, so that's a good sign that we need to do some more. So be sure to get them in because the next batch of review readings on the show is coming. That'll do it for this episode of Comic Book Nation. We hope to see you guys next time. If you aren't too mad at us, we're out of here. 